Welcome to Spirit for Success, a podcast for kick-ass ladypreneurs with spirit, smarts, sass, and style who want to succeed at business, life, and love with ease and grace. Want to see what other fabulousness we have in store for you? Go to spirit, the number four, success.com. That's www.spiritforsuccess.com. Now to your kick-ass and sparkly hosts, Rach Wilson and Therese Tucker. Hi, this is Rach. And I'm Therese. And welcome back to our beautiful podcast. And today is a very apt uh, topic, I believe. There's, it's the beginning of the year and in this time, a lot of people will go into excitement for the new year, but there's also a bunch of people that go into stress, and we're not immune to that, so we're going to be talking about stress today, stress busting, what causes stress, and the surprising effects that stress has on our body, our intuition, our inspiration and drive, among other things. There will be vaginas in this <laughs> session. <laughs> I'm giving you forewarning that that's the case. <laughs> I was wondering who was going to say vagina first. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it was me. Of course. (laughs) Anyway, moving right along from vaginas. Yeah, so the yeah, the topic of stress. It's really interesting because we had been working on this whole other podcast idea. Um before we came to this one and what was really interesting and this just the way that it works for Rach and I and we've really come to kind of enjoy and trust this process which is we weren't able to make it happen we had this topic and we had a plan and we kept showing up for it and something something would come up the timing just wasn't right one or the other um and we you know we were just like okay um well, we know this is how our team works. We know this is how um, the flow of our business is, and we trust that, and it's always always been good. It's always worked out. Um, so, you know, today we, we had planned to do our podcast on this topic, and this morning as I was um, just going about my day, I had this really interesting conversation with my husband and it just led us down this whole other road. And so I brought the, <laughs> brought the idea to Rach. And of course, as soon as I kind of opened that can of worms, a whole bunch of articles literally came flooding to me through different sources. And I'm like, oh, of course. So here, here's uh, the topic that they brought to us was about stress and how it affects the, not just the body, not just the physical, but also the mental and the emotional and the spiritual. (laughs) All of them, apparently. (laughs) Who knew? Yes. And what's really interesting is both um, Rach and I are dealing with different types of stress right now. You want to talk about yours? I'll talk about mine. (laughs) (laughs) Sharing. Sharing. (laughs) Um, Funnily enough, uh, it's the stress. I've, I've been started sales. And uh, so there's, there's a, an amount of stress that comes with that in getting better at it and, and the rejection that comes with it and all that sort of stuff. But um, it's also the, the stress of, of trying to get things right. I've certainly noticed that's mm. come up again just recently. Uh, the stress of, um, you know, while we are really good at trusting 
our business and the way our team works. There's still those moments where I'm like, oh, we really need to get this podcast done. We need to get this other stuff done, da, da, da. And uh, I'm constantly reminded, Rach, just relax. All going to be okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I can do this. <laughs> and it's, isn't it so funny because we don't have a, a super set schedule, but I've been feeling that too this week. I'm like, we know we had a goal, a target, right? Which is <laughs> we wanted to create a podcast this week. And so every day we kind of like try and slip it in and it wasn't happening. And it was causing a little stress for me too. Like, ah, oh, I got to get this done. Even though we're the ones who set it up for ourselves. There's nobody holding it over us. There's no like, you know, boss or employer who's like, oh, where's that podcast you promised us? You know, it's, it's not, not happening. It's just, it's self-inflicted. It's really interesting. And then I ha- am experiencing a bit of a repetitive stress injury, which is kind of, you know, ironic in its own name, but I'm having like uh, just a little sprain or not even a sprain. I don't even know, like carpal tunnel or something in going on in my wrist. And I have a feeling um, it just comes from, it's like one of the things you get from being a mom with a baby. And especially I tend to carry my son around in my non-dominant you know, arm so that I can write and do things with my dominant hand. Like most, (laughs) most people do when they have kids. Um, yeah. So I'm just having a little bit of, uh, a little bit of physical stress on the body showing up here and then showing up in my favorite places to hold stress, like in my neck. And so, um, yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Neck and shoulders. Shoulders. Yes. You know, always knots in my shoulders if I'm really stressed. Guaranteed. Right. Weight of the world. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So we're dealing with little different layers of that. So, you know, part of this podcast, we're going to talk about the things you can do to deal with stress. And I'm pretty sure everybody knows the common things that you can do to deal with stress. We get hit with this all the time. I mean, the information's out there. It's not a secret. <laughs> but what's interesting, what we've, the information that we both got Um, is how it affects the body in ways you wouldn't expect. And that's why the word vagina. (laughs) (laughs) Now enters the picture. Uh Enter stage left, (laughs) vagina. (laughs) So there's a book. Rach, you want to tell them what the book is? (laughs) Oh, and I just happened to read, well, I didn't read it. I got it on audiobook. A friend of mine suggested it, and this is at least a couple of years ago now, and it's called Vagina. There's no mistaking it. If you search for vagina, it's by Naomi Wolf. (laughs) And it was it, it, at the time when I listened to it, I'm like, oh my god, that is just so that makes so much sense. Um, there was things, there was a lot of things in that book. I'm like, damn, I never knew that. I'm thinking, I've had a vagina for like nearly forty years. How did I not know this? <laughs> Why did they not teach us this? It's true. Stuff? So let's go into this a little bit deeper. You know, no deeper pun than intended the vagina. there, but. <laughs> But months ago, Rachel and I were having this topic about how we felt like one of the things that we were going to help our lady panures with, and we didn't know how at the time, was that um, we noticed that there was a correlation between entrepreneurship, working really hard, building something, and a possible like decrease in libido, 
Like it was They're like it possible. was off. There was a definite, definite, <laughs> there was a definite decrease <laughs> I was in libido. <laughs> I was trying to leave room for some miraculous unicorn woman out there who's this is not happening to. So I was giving her giving her a space. <laughs> oh, look, I'm, yes, there's a few of those <laughs> those unicorns out there <laughs> that don't do. But for us, both of us have both felt like sometimes as as you're working so hard on building a career, a business, a life that you want, that not all the pieces are working together. And it feels like sometimes things get sacrificed. And libido is a big one. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily by choice either. And that's the thing. Um, It's not by choice. In fact, there's been certainly times for me where I'm going, I I want to feel horny. I want to feel lit up and and ready to go and all of that. Because I know in the times where I was – um, revved up and and literally pinned me against a wall, let's go. Um, those were the times where I had huge amounts of creative energy. I had lots of mm-hmm. energy to get stuff done. So I can look at those periods and go, wow, I really want to go back to feeling that because I it made such a huge difference to everything I was doing at the time. So why do you think, I mean, we, we both know what the article says, but give me your take on why do you think that happens? What's the connection there? Um, yeah, I think, I mean, there's a number of different theories out there, but I, I think it's because business is, is a very heady kind of space to be in. Um, we are learning how to utilize more heart and more spirit and listening to body. So we're, we're in the process of mastery around that. But for the most part, we're, you're very much in a heady space. So energetically, you're pretty much from the heart up. You're not necessarily down in the, the root and sac- shac- oh, sorry sacral mm-hmm. energies, which is where all the sexual energy and the pleasure energy is. So there's a, a disconnect between the two. And it's also because we, we you know, I'm sure you're the same, we don't really switch off. It's like mm-hmm. we don't get to five o'clock and put the tools down and then head back into family time. That said, I have been making a point to do yes, that. Yes, good. But, um, and it's making a big difference. But yeah, generally when I've been in those spaces where the libido is completely MIA, it's because I'm so much in my head, I am not switching off. I'm not getting enough downtime, rest and relaxation to replenish and completely reconnect with my entire body instead of just the zones that tend to be dominant when doing business. Yeah. Wow, that is a good point. Some of the research that was done in that book talks about the autonomic nervous system, mm-hmm. um, which is the it's a translator between the mental and the physical body. The deal with stress, because there's actually different types of stress. There is actually good stress, Woo-hoo! right? Well, examples of that would be anything that's stimulating, including <laughs> including sex, <laughs> stimulation. Um, it is physically stressing to the body because there's a phys- physical exertion and there's often, often mental you know, parts that are included. So, yeah, it's I like that stress, though. Can we have more of that stress? <laughs> that stress is good. Um, but anything that's also mentally stimulating can be, you know, it can be considered a, a stressor in a way. Anything that um, allows you to build, either build skills or build muscles. For example, exercise is a form of stress on the body. You stress the muscle to then strengthen it. So that's a good type of stress, as well as um, – stretching yourself both like emotionally and 
uh, intellectually, not whenever we're in learning, when we're learning something like a new skill or or devouring a book that's got some new information in it, which I do regularly, that's a good stress. Like, oh, give me the book. I just want to read, 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 read. Right, exactly. And then there's um, excitement, which is also a form of stress. You know, you get excited. Your body is on. Basically, um, when the body is on, it's either on because of good stress or bad stress. Like awake, on. It's it's aware, right? It's mm-hmm. engaging and aware. That's a, a, a stressor. So stress itself doesn't necessarily isn't necessarily a bad thing. The problem is <laughs> when you go into bad stress. So bad stress is the the when your body goes into fight or flight mode. Right, feel feeling a lack of safety. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. So then your body is flooded with neurochemicals, which cortisol I think is the name of it. I haven't got all of the details, but it's that cortisol and adrenaline are pretty much corrosive on the body. So what it does is it it restricts the blood flow. Yes. So the blood flow goes um, into the external muscles like the arms and legs and it goes to the heart. So it, it lowers the amount of oxygen that's going to your digestive system, to your um, definitely to your vagina and all of your, your sex organs, yep. uh, as well as to parts of the brain, yep. except what it needs to just run. It Basically, it sends oxygen and, and nutrients to all of the parts of the body that are needed to get right. the hell out of there and into a place that's safe for you. You literally go into the primal part of the brain, which they call the lizard brain. Mm-hmm. it's like the most primal brain that you, so you're not in your contemplative part of your brain you're not thinking about, hmm, let's, what are my options here? You're like, fuck it, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> the body is like, run. This guy's standing over here with a gun to my head. Let me just think about this for a second. <laughs> right, hmm. like, let me think about his emotional choices and what led him here. No, no. <laughs> get the fuck out of it. Run, run, run. <laughs> so here's some a point that Rach made fantastic and really important the blood literally so let's talk about the physiology for a second so the blood is leaving um the digestive system the the um sexual organs the brain and going into the heart think about if you're constantly bracing you're engaging fight or flight if you're bracing for something bad to happen like i'm not going to have enough money to pay rent or um, if this doesn't get off the ground, I'm screwed <laughs> kind of thinking. What That's if I bracing. stuff up this relationship and, and he leaves me or she leaves me? What if, what if, usually when the what ifs are running around in your head, the what if monster, mm-hmm. you're pushing yourself into the adrenaline state. And that's going to close down. Actually, more than those, the the other thing it closes down, and this is what we sort of haven't touched on, it closes down your connection to your team and spirit or spirit yes. universe source. Because when you're in fear, it's like your um, whole electromagnetic field shrinks. It does. It goes in. So it's not connecting. It literally – so your field, your electromagnetic field around your body, which, you know, some people call it the aura, the, the light body, all of those layers because it's layered. Um, all those layers collapse into the body. I want you to imagine that in your most relaxate – state you're vibrating for you know maybe like about a foot out from your physical body when you're really relaxed and in fact you can let it travel as far as you want but when you are in fight or flight your electromagnetic field is pulled in so close to your body because your body is protecting itself from attack on all levels and one of the levels that you can be attacked on is um, energetically 
very much so. And so your body is like, I got to protect myself. I'm pulling my energy in. Also, it's harder to, um, and this, and this kind of goes into the more, um, quantum physics level, but it mm-hmm. is harder for a predator, um, to track uh, yeah. somebody who, who's pulled in their radar. You know what I mean? Their sonar. Imagine like if you, okay. So the, what, how they describe this field and when you're in a relaxed state, um, your electromagnetic field gives off a signal. Okay. And it, I want you to picture the Wi-Fi, the waves that you see. Mm-hmm. When you're fully relaxed, you're at full bars. You've got a full signal, full signal strength. When you are in fight or flight, you've gone down to nothing. <laughs> a nubbin. <laughs> you've got the little... Wi-Fi <laughs> not on. Right, exactly. You're, you've got no service. Uh, and that's for your protection. And um, from a from a prey predatory standpoint, predators it's harder for them to find prey when they're not giving off a signal. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, it's effective. It works. It's a good tool. But the problem is when we're in this place and I'm going to put it back towards around entrepreneurship and, and things like that. So when we're thinking, Oh my God, I'm not going to make it this month or I'm going to have to get a, you know, support job or whatever stressor that you're putting yourself through for you're bracing for the failure, you're bracing for the lack yeah, it's not going to go right. Stress, 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 stress. When you're feeling threatened or, or in danger in some form, whether it be, even if it's just about money, you're literally shutting off your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> your vagina's closed and your connection to spirit is closed, man. You have closed up shop. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly. And I know that sounds funny and I'm hoping that this is very humorous for everyone and I can't get out of my head like whatever, you know, clip art we end up using for this episode is cracking. (laughs) (laughs) I keep seeing it. It's cracking me up. But seriously, um, when we are constantly in that place of stress, we're shut down and we're not just shut down. Um, our ability to manifest and we're not just, you know, shutting down uh, our ability to make good choices. We're shutting down like our ability to, to feel joy, creativity, guidance, um, guidance. Exactly. Well, creativity comes from, at least for me, that creativity comes when you're in that connected state. I don't feel like I can be very creative when I'm in a stressed state when I'm completely contracted. For me, it needs to be, I need to be open and free and, and well and truly connected to spirit for that that creativity, oh, that yeah. inspiration to flow through. So Absolutely. when you're in a situation where you're you're what-ifing your mind out and you're, you're spiraling down into more and more stress, you don't have, ac- you don't have access to your solution-finding part of the brain and you don't have access to... Um, source or your team and spirit to help give you guidance that would give you the solutions to move forward. So this, uh, you know, this is what we're sort of coming back to, the importance of learning how to relax no matter what is going on around you is imperative, not just to your health, Mm -hmm. not just to your connection to um, spirit or source, but apparently also to your vagina, to your sex life, (laughs) to your libido. And it all feeds into your ability to feel happy, to feel joyful for what you're asking for to actually manifest in your life because we know what you feel is what you're attracting in. So learning to relax is so, so, so important. There needs to be another word that means so, 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 but you, you know what I'm trying to say. 
Exactly. Well, you made a really good point about learning how to relax no matter what. And one of the examples that I wanted to bring up was um, in when a stuntman for like a movie <laughs> yeah. is trained. And, and you had mentioned that when they when you have a motorcycle, yeah. you're usually trained yeah. on this, that um, stuntmen, motorcyclists, anybody who's doing like high impact work is trained um, probably people who jump out of airplanes get trained this too. Makes sense <laughs> that um, when you are um, when you're in these situations, if you know you're going to come up against an impact, they train the body to totally relax because once the body is completely relaxed, your body will absorb the shock and you walk away with less injury. Yeah. Than if you're bracing your body. A classic example is a friend of mine, a dear friend of mine, um, did the wrong thing. He decided in his inebriated drunken state that he was going to drive home and he rounded a corner too fast and he rolled his, his car, which was a four-wheel drivey type thing at the time. He rolled it. Um, he walked away from it with just a, a bump on his head. But when we looked back at the pictures, we looked at it and went, how the hell... Did you even survive? Even the police mm. and the ambos at the time said the same thing. So they, um, when they realized how drunk he was, that was what saved him. The fact that he was so drunk that he rolled with the vehicle rather than bracing and pushing against it. Because what happens is when, you're, um, when you push against or try to brace yourself for an impact, all of your muscles tense up right? and, and they hold onto the bone. So when it's like... um. If you think about it, if you hit something that's really, oh, I was trying to think of a, a piece of thing, but it's like um, if you hit bamboo, it flexes. Well, the body does that too. Um, but if you're holding it straight, then it shatters mm -hmm. and it creates way more damage. So it's the same in the body as it is and, it, and as you were leading to when we emotionally brace, when we emotionally brace for something that we think might happen, we create a more painful scenario for ourselves than if we relax and allow whatever's happening to just happen. Right. I mean, there's so many, you know, the more that I do this work and the more we do this work together, I realize that there are so many, um, not analogies. What are they called? You know, the metaphors, metaphors, but also there's like another term from that's like totally lost my mind, but, um, <laughs> analogy, we'll just go with that. It's something like analogy, analogy, you know, go with the flow, like mm -hmm. sayings, you know, it's like these sayings that you hear. It's like, that's what it means to go with the flow. It's like, I'm not going to, um, if I jump from an airplane, I'm supposed to allow my body to relax. Not only that, if you're a roller coaster fanatic like me, you know mm -hmm. that when you get to the top of the coaster, that if you squeeze and tense your muscles preparing for the drop, you're going to feel sick to your stomach. You're literally going to like your diaphragm is, you know, pushing on your solar plexus and pushing it all up and giving you that queasy sick feeling. If you can relax as you drop, like totally let your body relax, it feels like you're flying. Damn, I'm going to so do that next time because I'm not a fan of roller coasters, but my husband <laughs> is. Isn't that interesting? Okay, I'm, I'm going to do it and I'll let you know. I'll come you got to do it. it. <laughs> it's fun. it's really funny because it's one of these things where it feels counterintuitive. Sometimes it feels counterintuitive to relax. And yet all the information that's leading me back to this is like <laughs> relaxing is the thing you got to do. Yeah. 
whether it makes sense or not. You know, when you're a stunt person, it does not make sense to relax your body when you're in a car that's going to crash into a wall. That's your job, to crash into a wall. But if he braces, he can break his neck. If he relaxes, he walks out of it with maybe a headache. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Big difference. Yeah, and if, I mean, looking at you know situations that our ladypreneurs are going to be in, you know, it's usually around business and around relationships and and if you're preparing for um, and getting stuck in, well, what am I going to do to bring in more money this month? I'm, I don't know how I'm going to pay. Blah, 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 blah. Um, the best thing you can do is to relax because then you can tune into your team and spirit. You can access your creativity and go, right, okay, well, what am I going to do about this? What is possible? I don't know how. I'm just going to find a way to get through this month, whatever it happens to be. It's a far better place to be in. And not only that, but so that autonomic nervous system we talked about earlier that translates um, from the body to the mind and, and so forth, back and forth. So if you're telling the, if the mind's telling the body to relax and, and so forth, then you're opening things back up. The blood is now <laughs> properly being distributed. Do your head <laughs> and your vagina. <laughs> if in and doubt, go and have an <laughs> orgasm. <laughs> Well, you know, it was really interesting um, that I read in that article. They were talking about it's possible for uh, a female to have a, a body orgasm and yet not have a complete orgasm, meaning mm -hmm. that you yeah. get that, that spiritual element, that feeling of being transported to another world, that out-of-body experience. You can only have that if you are completely relaxed. In order to feel that relaxation, you have to feel safe. And so, you know, relaxation and safety sort of go hand in hand in this podcast. It's like, it's not just um, that, you know, bad things are happening, but I'm going to relax. It's like, no, I, I feel safe. So, so creating statements, um, you know, start, start with the mind, start creating statements that allow you to feel safe. One of my favorites is, I don't know how this is going to work out. I just know. Yeah, you just know. Yeah. And I saw you use that purposefully, actually, when you were going through your upheaval. It was a while ago now. It doesn't yeah. doesn't seem so long ago, but it seems like ages ago because you're in such different place. But actually, do you want to say share a little bit of your story in that regard? Because I'm sure there are other ladypreneurs out there who, have, who are worrying about money and how they're going to get through to the next day and whatnot. Yeah. Just a little bit of your story. I think it is really powerful. Yeah. So in 2015, um, I actually went through a process where mm -hmm. I had decided um, I, I had just had my second child and I made a really big decision that I was going to be a stay-at-home mom and also an entrepreneur. So what I was, how I was going to make money was going to be doing what I wanted from home so that I could be with my children, which is a really ballsy, awesome choice. <laughs> Lady balls. <laughs> Enter here. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but during the process, you know, when you're, when you have a brand new baby, you know, mothers and fathers, they understand this. It's, you don't have time to focus, uh, on building a business. Babies always come first. The children are first and having two is especially, uh, an interesting challenge. And at the same time, I was having a few, um, physical complications from after the pregnancy. Um, so we were basically a one 
income family for a while there. And because I was having physical complications and going to the hospital, my husband was taking quite a bit of time off work and we fell behind in our rent. And we had this beautiful apartment that we had just barely settled into and were really happy in. And it just, it wasn't working out. We kept trying to get get back in front of the the ball and it was snowballing on us to the point where um, it was inevitable that we had to move out. We were, you know, facing an eviction, which is probably one of those, you know, most shame inducing moments you can go through. It was really interesting because at the same time as I was facing this, I was going through a lot of personal growth, doing a lot of self-work. And so uh, I decided not to ride the shame train. <laughs> I just thought, you know, I was like, that's not going to help me here. No. And if I can add to that, at the time, it, was, it wasn't too long before that you would finally stepped in and owned the fact that you were a psychic intuitive and you'd finally started putting yourself out there. And that was starting to bring in work. People were starting to work with you and that was taking off massively. Yeah, it's the irony is that, you know, at the 11th hour, I was like, wait a second, <laughs> I'm going to put myself out there more, <laughs> you know, um, and so it, it would have been amazing if I had allowed myself to put myself out there earlier, but you know, you learn, you live and you learn, that's what you do, yeah. live, learn, teach it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so inevitably, inevitably. I had to go through this eviction process and uh, long story short about that, I really focused on the fact that everyone involved in the situation from me, the, the landlords, the lawyers, all of it, that I focused on that everybody here wanted to help. They're, they're here to help. They understood and they wanted to help. It didn't mean they didn't have to, you know, they didn't, they were going to stop doing their proceedings. <laughs> they have to do what they have to do. But it was very pleasant. It was one of the most amicable, amicable and pleasant situations. Uh, I would never have put the two things together before I experienced it. So in the meantime, um, you know, Rach and I are friends. She's kind of holding my hand emotionally through the process, checking in on me every day. We're having conversations. And so she was virtually there and got to experience me trying to figure out where I was going to move to because it was a very sudden uh, the turn of events happened very sudden. And when I say very sudden, I mean, within 24 hours, information changed. And it was like, nope, you got to move out, um, which is scary and fast and left us in a situation where we were technically homeless for two weeks. Uh, what ended up happening was we stayed at hotels for two weeks and it was like an enforced vacation. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I was like swimming in the swimming pool because it was a summer every day outside going, okay. So as I'm swimming here, I'm like, what is going to happen next? I have no idea. But in this moment, I am safe. Uh, my kids are safe. We have food. We have a place to sleep tonight. I'm in a swimming pool with my kids. <laughs> I'm like, everything is uh, weird, but okay. Mm. And one of the statements that I kept saying throughout the process was, I don't know how, uh, I don't know where I'm going to live, but I know it's going to be okay. I don't know, uh, where I will be. Sometimes I'd wake up and not know if I would have enough cash on me to stay in the hotel that night. I mean, it was getting down to the wire. We were paying money out the nose. Night by night. Yeah. Night by night. 
And um, also we had to pay for storage for all of our furniture and save up money to, you know, put a, a deposit down somewhere, not knowing anything. So it was getting a little hairy. There would be mornings where I'd wake up and my bank account was down to 35 bucks. And to stay at the hotel for another night was another 225 So I would real I was really having to put the trust out there. You know, I just I didn't know. I'm like, I don't know how it's gonna work out. I just know we're gonna be okay. And that's where I focused and that's how I stayed focused. And inevitably, uh, by that evening, money would come into the account and I'd put it through, have another night. I'm like, okay, so don't have to figure it out until tomorrow. <laughs> you know? Um and it kept going on like that for two weeks, and it was it was miraculous. It's not it was nothing short of miraculous. Um, we did end up moving into a home. It came very easy. Um, by the time we got it worked out, you know, we had been in a hotel for a good two weeks. Mm. We were like, we're sort of tapped out, and even though this place seems like a perfect fit, we can't really do it right now. And it got to the point where a total stranger was like, look, let's just get you out of this hotel loop and into a home. A total stranger, not a total stranger, but a, you know, very um, distant acquaintance. Yeah. And I truly believe that it was because that my husband and I kept focusing on solution. And trust. And trust. And we, we did not participate in stress. And when I felt stressed out, I would call up Rach or other close friends and I would just be like, tell me I can do this. And they're like, you you got it. You can do this. It's all going to be good. Yeah. Focus. What can you do now? What can you, what action can you take right now? Because, you know, there's, there's only so many actions you can take. At some point, you're going to have to trust. Mm. This is a great time for you to share that restaurant analogy. <laughs> <We're talking about laughs> yeah. When it comes to you know, um, and I, what I loved about uh, being a part of of Teresa's journey through that time was really watching how she managed to get through each day. Um, you know, that is a high stress situation that not everybody sails through very easily. And it was the fact that she just kept coming to back to trust, kept coming back to trust, kept coming back to trust, that is what opened her up to the next solution, the next step, the next opportunity to move forward, the money to come in, the home to come up. It was because she was able to let go and trust in that, that it all was done and dusted in two weeks. Yeah. That's to me is, is the answer. It's proof right there. And I can see it in my own life where I have braced and worried and fretted and all that sort of stuff and it's taken a lot longer to get to a solution yeah if I'd really just relaxed and listened and paid attention I would have moved through that with a lot less grief and the solutions would have come through a lot quicker but it's our bracing that holds the solutions back as much as it holds the problem in well and it goes back to actually one of the the key points that we're going to bring up later but this is a big one. This was a big one for getting me through that so quickly. Having a tribe of people around mm-hmm. you who understand you and who will who will corroborate corroborate corroborate. <laughs> is that collaborate as well as cor- corroborate? <laughs> cooperate. Co- anyway, a tribe of people who are going to work with you that who are invested in the solution not the problem because a lot of times if you get the wrong group of people around you 
and by no fault of their own, they tend to be more focused on the problem. Oh my God, you lost your home. Oh my God, you've got two little kids and you're not. Oh, you poor thing. And they're like freaking out for you. And that's not helping. That's energizing the same problem. Exactly. Exactly. So picking the right people um, to have around you to give you energetic support, because that's what Rach did. That's what the other tribe of friends that I brought into this did. The people that I communicated with daily, I literally made sure I was only talking to people who were focusing on the solution with me, who saw me getting through this. I did not bring <laughs> the parental figures into it, which is scary. I wanted to. I wanted to run to mommy and daddy. But mommy and daddy, in my case, are a little bit of a downer and alarmist. <laughs> and and they weren't really in a position to help either anyway. No, they were not. And But they were they would also tend to out of worry and concern for their child and their, their child's children would have focused on the, Oh my God factor. And really it would be constant phone calls of, um, uh, did you get kicked out again? Did you, you know, are you eating? Did, (laughs) do you have gas in the car? You know, it's, it's 88 degrees out here. You know, (laughs) like I, I could just see the phone calls that would have taken me down, um, step by step and not because that was their intention, but that's just where they're at. Yeah, because they don't understand the the energy behind it. They don't understand how to to utilize intention, how focusing and connecting with spirit. They they just don't understand a lot of that. And I've certainly got plenty of people in my life that don't um, really don't get that either. So I am very very specific about who I talk to exactly. about all of my business stuff and whatnot because I know what the collective energy, the collective intention, yes, boosts whatever it is that I'm focused on. Yes. And some, there were some days that I would be with my specific tribe of people on Facebook and I would just say, just tell me I've got this, mm-hmm. please. You know, that's all I need from you is saying, you know, high five energetically and you've got this. And I would get that. And it was enough of an energy boost. It was like getting a, a an up level or <laughs> like a video game character getting a power up. I was like, <laughs> okay, I can do this. I can do this. Because you, you really... It's hard to maintain that kind of positivity in the face of everything in your present moment tells you it's going to hell in a handbasket, and yet you're choosing to focus on where you want to be, which is solution, resolution. And in order to get there, you have to stay focused on it. You have to stay focused on that. And it's hard to do it alone. I I would say... yeah. You know, I'm going to put my neck out there and say it's impossible to do it alone because there's only so much, um, there's only so long that you can go on before you need a power up and your tribe offers you that. Well, unless you're one of those unicorns that is really solid in her focus Mm -hmm. and has got it going on, no emotional crap, is totally there. Hey, look, I'm sure... Women like that exist, um, but you know, for the rest of us who are, are mere mortals and still evolving and growing and um, you know, raising our vibration and all that good stuff, we're not quite there yet. So having our tribe is so imperative to our success. Now, we're, 
we've been going on for quite some time. So let's let's get to the meat. Well, I would like to to wrap up the personal story this way because I don't want to leave them thinking, well, what happened to her? So <laughs> here on the other side, she's of the still coin, here. <laughs> on the other side of the coin, like eight or nine months later. Um, my business is able to support my family. I'm able to pay our our survival costs. And I certainly would not be at that level if I hadn't trusted all the way through that situation. All the way from my initial, this is what I want to do and this is how I'm going to do it. Um, through um, the shit sandwich that we got dealt <laughs> onto the other side of it. You know, I mean, that... I, I just really want to point out that you're going to get dealt uh, a hand of cards that's not going to look so good mm-hmm. around whatever situation you decide you want. There's always a little bit of a blip in there. <laughs> it's kind of a test, sort of a little bit of a test of how much do you want this. And how trust? How much are you trusting? I think that's the other thing too. If, we, uh, if we're constantly not trusting but we want to move forward, mm-hmm. there's uh, these upheavals and curveballs come at us to give us an opportunity to either trust or go down. Yeah. And in that moment, you had no option. There was nothing else that you could do but trust. And I think you was it was well-placed because you needed that. Like once you went through that, all of a sudden, everything became a whole lot easier. You trusted more in yourself. You put yourself out there so much more because you had to yeah. in order to move through that. So for me, watching that was this was that was an acceleration point for you, a com- really complete deconstruction <laughs> and rebuilding in a moment. It totally is, and and you know the upheavals. That's the magic. That is the gift. Every every perceived moment that seems in the moment like this is a shit sandwich is actually a gold mine. Oh, massively, massively. Yeah, and and we. I'll save my story for another time, but yeah. Well, we can make this a longer pod. This is our <laughs> podcast, sweetie. <laughs> I'll give you the brief rundown, but the uh, you know the tragedy that happened in my life, which was over eighteen months ago now, was um, my ex husband unfortunately, uh, took his own life. And that spent my daughter and I, sent my daughter and I into a bit of a tailspin, as you can imagine. Oh, yeah. And that became a huge unfolding. And there was massive gold in that for me, Um, really stepping into connecting with my team in spirit, going, delving deep into my emotional healing, learning more healing, stepping out as a healer, not just someone who did coaching. So it was, it was a big one. So while it looked like a tragedy on the outside, it's actually been a pivotal key in me stepping into this business, um, but also really standing in the space of learning emotion mastery, which I felt was so missing from his life. Mm. It has inspired me to help others to um, heal their emotional baggage and learn how to be emotional, um, sorry, master their emotions so that they don't get into a position where they feel like the only way out is to go. Yeah. So that really that was a huge thing for me. Absolutely. I mean, there's just, I mean, and you can see there's so many choices we could have taken, could have let, you know, let it take us down. And eventually I think people do build back, but how long do you want it to take? It's a rebuild. I think sometimes when we need to make a a shift in our lives because we haven't been listening to our intuition, it's these curveballs that come in and, and just knock down the walls so that we can do it. It's, 
yeah, I think there's a big pur- there's a lot of purpose to these things. But anyway, that's a whole other podcast we'll get into. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Is. But I thought it'd be nice for us to to finish off today's podcast with um, some of our favourite ways to get back into a relaxed place. And since we are we talk about the four intelligences, we've come up with four ways to really step into that space of being relaxed so that you can move through anything that's happening in your life with ease and grace, accessing your solutions and making it making it a shorter distance, a shorter journey to get from one side to the other. Yeah. So I'll let, uh, I'll let you, Therese, t- start on that. So we've got spirit, mind, heart and body. So what do we do for spirit? So with spirit, you know, this one – Meditation, and I can feel someone rolling their eyes like, oh, God. (laughs) They all say that. Meditation. (laughs) But, okay, here's what I want you to take it down to a simpler level. Instead of being like, Therese, you're telling me I have to master sitting there in silence for 15 minutes straight. Are you kidding me? Um, No, I'm not kidding you. That, That would be the ideal situation, but this is what I do want you to do. I want you to take a moment and... You know, give your, close your eyes, shake out your body, take a few deep breaths, ground your energy down. So I like to give you the visual of a tree rooting into the earth. Just imagine you have roots coming out of you and take it down into the earth. That's grounding. As you're doing that, you're just, you're, you're actually lowering um, that stress level, you can feel it as you focus on grounding your body. You're just dropping down, dropping your energy center from the chest where that's where anxiety lives down into the root center. So the, the core of your body, you're literally moving the center of energy down and that causes your heart rate to slow down into a more relaxed state And as your body physically relaxes, as you can imagine releasing that tension, you know, telling your body, I'm I'm relaxing, even just saying, I'm relaxing. As you do that, you are increasing your Wi-Fi signal. You are now creating a stronger signal to send and receive information. It's really interesting. So praying, they say, is asking is asking the question or asking for help. Meditation is listening and receiving the answer. So that's why it's important that, you know, when when we send out the prayer, we're we're talking. We need to shut up and listen. (laughs) It can be hard to do do sometimes when you are, you know, like me and I'm a talker and, you know, I want to go, go, what? (laughs) Who? So listen. I like to talk. I like to go, go, go. But yes, quiet down and listen. So you asked that like, one of the questions I like to ask when I'm I'm in that state is to first relax and then ask, you know, what action can I take right now that will lead me to, uh, you know, and describe what the, the solution or the other side looks like. And then I just sit and see what comes into mind. And that's where you've got to trust. Whatever thought comes in, whatever feels like a good idea, don't second guess it just do it give it a go because realistically what's it gonna hurt beautiful and another thing and then I'm gonna hand it over to Rach (laughs) is go outside get some fresh air in fact 
you want to really um, clean out the the negativity in your um, spiritual filter, go outside at night, get some negative ions, mm. get all the, you know, the electronics that we use, the computers, the TVs, they're all producing these positive ions, which can help us, it tends to make us feel slowed down, sluggish, weighted down more stressed out. So we need negative ions to rebalance us. So going outside at night is like giving you a big old dose of negative ions and fresh air. Bonus if you've got a beach to walk on. Oh yeah. Beaches. Awesome. awesome. (laughs) Moving from spirit to mind. So the mind is the thing that tends to race and race and race and what if, what if, what if, which then and it creates emotions in the body that we don't like to feel and it just then fuels the mind and fuels the emotions and fuels the mind and and around and around we go. So what you can do to stop that, do the meditation for a start, definitely helps. But start to focus on different thoughts. Thoughts will actually make you feel good. Now I know sometimes when you're going in that merry-go-round, it's hard to stop the merry-go-round. But you can do it by a couple couple of ways. One, focus on a completely different topic. Because it's all about feeling good. What do you feel good about? Do you look at the celebrities and go, oh, I'd love that life. That would feel good. You play with that for a moment. Or you love um, coloring in. I've actually found personally coloring in just recently has really helped me to just let go. And I get focused on the color. I get focused on the stroke. I'm completely forgetting about everything else that's going on. Coloring in allows my body and my mind to just stop and slow down and as I'm doing that I'm again opening up to the possible solutions and one of the things that we're going to be giving away in our our 21 day challenge which I'll get Therese to talk about soon (laughs) is a a coloring in I was going to say page coloring in page and on it's going to have mantras things that you can just focus on and keep saying as you're coloring in the, the picture. And I found, because we've been trialing them out, right? Yeah. Um, we've got a couple of different ones that we've been playing with and I found that to be extremely helpful. So we'll be giving that, that away. So I'll, I'll hand it back over to Therese. She's going to talk about the heart. So um, stress reduction techniques for the heart center, uh, gratitude, right? Big one. <laughs> massive and if you've gotten our um in, in fact if you've gotten our free gift that's on spiritforsuccess.com um part of our free toolkit our success toolkit is a a de-stressor and the basics of that one is to have a picture something that is way worse than where you're at to use as a comparison which will help you to feel gratitude even more strongly mm-hmm. sorry yeah no that is that does that's such a good point, though. I mean, if you think about it, you know, we, we tend to think about um, the bad things that are going to happen in our future, but we never consider that in this present moment, yeah, um, shit's pretty good. <laughs> I got, And that's one of my, my gratitude techniques, one of the ones I like to use, is I look around at my present moment. And right now, I'm in my very nice warm home. It's cold outside, but I am warm and toasty. I'm talking to one of my best friends. I am working on my business. Um, My kids are safe. Everybody's had food. I mean, you know, the list goes on and I can say, wow, it's life is good right now. I feel good. I am grateful for the life I have. I have everything I want in this moment. I am completely taken care of. And as you go through that, your, your present moment checklist you can relax because you realize, yeah, those things I'm afraid are going to happen. I haven't actually happened at all. 
<laughs> um, and generally the things that are, are in our minds that we're worried about and in fear of, they're things that are not going to kill us. Like literally, they are not going to kill us. No. Rejection is not going to kill us. Failing is not going to kill us. If we don't have a, a roof over our head, probably not going to kill us. So it's the the drama of it is, is heightened by the mind. Mm. When you get into the reality of it, it doesn't feel so bad. And we want you to get to a space of feeling good yes. because then you've got a higher chance of attracting the solutions and the way through so much faster than if you don't. Right. And, and so also just three things I'm grateful for today or three good things that happened today. So if you're starting your day, three things that you're grateful for, end of day, three things that happened that I'm grateful for. Mm. There's always three you can always find three, even if it's just like there was the toilet was always free when I needed it. That you can be grateful for that. <laughs> I've got I've got clean drinking water. Anything, 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 anything. The more you get into a space of gratitude about what you've got, the more good things come in. So even the smallest, minutest thing, be grateful for that because you start the roller coaster, not roller coaster, but the the engine of gratitude and what matches it to come in. Absolutely. So then in the body, <laughs> we are. Yes, the body. You're, oh, the first thing that comes to mind is, gosh, go and have an orgasm for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> and seriously, <vagina. laughs> seriously. I mean, we talked about vaginas earlier. We need to end off on vagina. Um, <laughs> but it, if you can get into a place of, of just allowing yourself to relax long enough to, to enjoy some sexy time with your partner or uh, a, a fuck buddy or whatever it doesn't matter even playtime on your own who cares it's about just getting into a space of pleasure to let go in fact when you have an orgasm it actually triggers your body to release a bunch of endorphins and relaxing type emotions so um, if in doubt go and play with yourself or have sex uh, but other things you can do for your body I'll let Therese now continue on now that I've covered vagina <laughs> I just want to end it there and see. <laughs> um, well, you know, let's talk about the the small things that you can do. I mean, we all know taking a bath feels good. Some people are not bath people. I love bubble baths. Um, personally, it works for me. Mm-hmm. Hot shower is always good. Um, in fact, that is a way that you can instantly change your attitude. Take a shower. Mm-hmm. Seriously, if you're if you're if you've got the grumps. If life is feeling shitty right now, change, um, change something about you. So go take a shower, wash the energy off, take a nap. Mm-hmm. Naps are, um, gold. Yeah. <laughs> I love nap time. You can literally reset your day by taking a nap. Um, Abraham Hicks talks about this, but it's like set your intention that whatever's going on right now, when I go to sleep, I'm leaving it on the other side of that nap. It's back there. Yeah. And you can also program your uh, unconscious mind to say, right, I don't know what the solution is, but I want you to work it out while I sleep. There you go. And that's a really good way to give it space because you're relaxing at that point for it to actually do that. Uh, Massage, yoga, uh, going for a walk, all the basic stuff, all the stuff that we know to do. Um, what we're saying is give yourself time to do it. In fact, one of the biggest points of this whole thing is to make feeling good a priority. Big time. Massively. Make, yeah. <sighs> that feels good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted by vaginas again for a second. It's all good. <laughs> 
<sighs> All right, so we, we will wrap up because we're, we're getting close to an hour. It's like double the, uh, the usual time. But um, the mammoth show about stress, about how to relax, about vaginas, I think we've covered everything if that's the case. And so let's talk about this free one. Uh, tr- oh, my goodness. Our free 21-day <laughs> challenge. There you go. <laughs> so this is something that we are going to be offering in our private Facebook group, which is Kick-Ass Sparkly Ladypreneurs Unite. We're going to be offering a free 21-day challenge that consists of um, – some really cool MP3s that we're going to be giving to everyone who participates as well as some coloring book pages because uh, we love to color here (laughs) and we want to share that joy with you. And because it works, it works to open up your uh, connection and to get solutions in. So the, the purpose of the 21 days is because we want to get you into a space of working with these connections more readily so it's a, it's 21 days basically to reprogram yourself to get into 2016 so it is a kick-ass year absolutely did I cover that oh yeah <laughs> that what yes you're going to make 2016 your bitch <laughs> that's, ah, that's right <laughs> Yes, so the MP3s are set to um, to help you to do all those things that they say, oh, you should do this and you should do that, you should meditate, you should set your intentions, blah, 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 that we all go, yeah, I'll do that. We're putting them into MP3s so that the day starts in the right frame space, frame space, frame of mm-hmm. mind. Yes. There we go. Mind, yeah, anyway. <laughs> and then it ends at the end of the day with gratitude and focusing on what you want your next day to be and all that sort of stuff. So we're packing those into the two MP3s so that you don't have to worry about all the things you've got to think about. We're going to take you through that process and we're going to do it, uh, I think the morning one's only going to be about less than 10 minutes because mm-hmm. we know you're all busy. We want to make it easy. The nighttime one is set so that you can listen to it as you're going to sleep. So it'll go take you through gratitude and then it's going to take you into a very relaxed state that will allow your body as and also you start to reprogram or program your subconscious to come up with solutions that may be for things that you've been um, bothered by and then moving into the next day starting from a new fresh space. So the two MP3s together are going to help you reprogram um, the way that you come into the day and the way that you end the day so that you're tapping into the immense power of the universe as well as, um, yeah, no, pretty much tapping into the immense power of the universe. (laughs) I should have just stopped there. I was going to say it and we're doing it for 21 days because we're going to help you create a routine because a lot of times we set these intentions and we do them for a little bit, but um, they fall off because we get back to our, our normal routines. Well, in order for, for um, new skills to set in, we have to make them a routine. And so at first, um, so having a group that you can do it with somebody else where you're working on it together helps you stay motivated, helps you stay connected, yep. um, helps you get through it. And then by the end of 21 days, you've got a routine. Super easy. Yeah, exactly. And what we're going to be doing is layering things in so that it doesn't um, – because when you, you try to make too many changes at once, it's overwhelming and you don't continue through. So. The 21 days is about starting to layer in new healthy habits that will get you where you want to go quicker and easier than before. That's the intention. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I should have let you know. I'm finishing right there. (laughs) Anyway, 
We'll wrap it up for today. I hope you've enjoyed the show and uh, we'd love to hear from you about your different ways that you do to to de-stress and to get back into that relaxed state or let us know how you've used or not how you've used but that you've used these um, suggestions and how they've helped you to step back into a state where you've got access to the solutions and creativity to move through it. Um, We'd love to hear from you so don't be shy. (laughs) We are on standby waiting to hear. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, until next time, just relax. We We got got this. Thanks for listening to the show. We loved having you. Come join our kick-ass community on Facebook. It's called Kick-Ass Sparkly Ladypreneurs Unite. To get all the latest from Rach and Therese, go to www.spirit4success.com. Again, that's spirit4success.com. Until next time, relax.